Before we get started today, I want you to know that this episode is sensitive for some listeners. It's the day after the Uvalde school shooting and the last day of school for my kid. And it just was too much to bear to not say anything. It's all over the news. She's bound to hear it. So today's episode is a conversation we should never have to have. But here we are. So if it's not the right time for you and yours, please save this episode for another time. And I hope you never, ever have to go through this. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. We're your hosts, Rachel Leigh Hoffman. And I'm Sila Grace Hoffman. We're a mama-daughter duo that works together, plays together, and tries to figure out this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, Mom. And we're super grateful you could join us today. This is the She Sounds Like Me podcast. She sounds like me. 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 Welcome to the She Sounds Like Me podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, Mom. Before we get this party started, we gotta let them know the goods first. Friends, if you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on your chosen platform. Give us a five-star review or join our conversation online at She Sounds Like Me on the socials and at SheSoundsLikeMe.com. Okay, Mom, now let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. All right, Sila, here we go. Hello, my love. Hi, Mom. You could tell my energy from the second you walked in. Yeah, it sucked. And I can tell you were upset about something that I just quite didn't know. Yeah, we all are. If you're a parent or take care of kids or have any heart or soul in your body and you have seen the news over the last 24 hours, your heart is just broken. Mm. And I could... I could have pretended like nothing was going on. I could have said nothing. I could have. I thought about it. I told my friends to not worry that it wasn't important to tell their kids because we didn't want you to worry. But I also know that you're smart enough and that you already know these things. And this is already part of your education, is preparation for this horrific type of event. And I didn't want you to hear from anybody else. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Mm-hmm. The day before the last day of school. Mom's crying and I'm completely confused. Yeah. How do you feel after hearing news like that? Well, I am completely confused and I'm nervous. I'm mad and um, I feel like those people are stupid jerks. Yeah. Do you have any questions? Why? Just why would someone do that? Why would someone want to do that? That's a good one. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's probably the most horrific thing I can think of. Any human doing in the world, period, hands down. But we have a mental health crisis in this country, and there is not enough support for those who need it. And the gentleman that decided to purchase two automatic rifles and go into a school and do this type of act is not well. Mm -mm. 
That's a very sick person. We've talked about bullies on the show before and how people that bully are hurting people inside. They, they hurt. They hurt themselves inside. That's why they hurt other people. This is a bully on the next level. Yeah. And no sense can be made of it. No, it's wrong. So I know that I'm heartbroken. I know that parents are going through a sea of emotions, but I think it's important for us to understand what first feels like to a kid when you hear this news. Well, when I when you first told me and you were in tears, I was completely confused because I had no clue what was going on. I had no clue why someone would do this. I had no clue if I was supposed to be sad or not, or what I was supposed to do. And then the book, a, a kid's book about school shootings, explained it. And now I am freakishly mad and nervous as well, because I'm nervous, even though this is like a one in a trillion billion chance of this ever happening, it still could happen. There's that always that 1% chance that it could happen. And if it does happen, are we prepared enough? I mean, I know teachers and parents and adults are doing as much as they can to prepare us for it, but is it enough? No one will ever know. And then I'm all like frustrated because someone who would do that is probably one of like the worst peoples on this planet. And that's just wrong. And I don't know if I'm supposed to be nervous because I know we've all got uh, preparation for this as we possibly can, but I really don't know. Let me just say that not knowing how you feel is totally okay. It's totally acceptable to be nervous, scared, concerned, anxious, mad, frustrated, or no feeling at all, or all the feelings at once. I share that same feeling, all of them. (laughs) We all do. You're not wrong. And let me also say that while we are doing our best to prepare for these things, it is not enough. There are things that people in power and decision makers, lawmakers, and the people that we put in office in this country could do more to help protect our our people, to help protect our kids and our schools. We could have reinforced security in schools. We could have gun reform. We could make it harder for people to get guns. But the reality is Bad people do can do bad things whether we change laws or not. So we need to give them more resources to get the mental help that they need. We need to listen when people say things that could be questionable. Look for the red flags. Yeah, look for the red flags. We've talked before, you and I, about social media or when you hear things that your friends are saying and when those things may have a bit of concern, how do you deal with those things? Because if they make you nervous in your belly or unsure or it seems like someone might do something wrong, you need to tell a grown-up. 
<laughs> this man, and I'll call him a man as he was 18, the shooter posted pictures of his assault rifles and his ammunition on social media days before. They now say that he was in contact, text messaging, and gaming online with a girl in another country and told her he was going to do this. Now, she had never met him in person, but sometimes those online chats and those online relationships, you don't know if who you're dealing with on the other side is true or not, but that's a red flag. You know, so as we evolve into more of social media and online connections and we continue to have these conversations, you and I watch for the red flags. Well, what what can someone do if they see a red flag? That's a great question. Like, the police can't automatically, like, put someone in jail or uh, arrest someone just because of a text message they said on a game. Or can they? No, they can't necessarily. But... There are things that local law enforcement can do. There are things that parents can do, grown-ups can do, that the FBI and federal agencies can do to quickly track people that are making online threats, that are predators, that are terrorists. And they can shut them down and find their location because technology, while it can be very anonymous meaning you don't know who really is behind it for the average person. There is technology out there that can find people on the back end when they have the capability and the means to do so. And I don't know what those capabilities are in in each individual situation, but we have to believe that there's hope and that there's, I don't know, I don't know that there's something that we can do. But doing nothing is not okay. And maybe if somebody would have said something, the kid that got the text or the friend that saw it on social media or something, maybe that wouldn't have happened yesterday. Maybe they could have found him and stopped him. So look for the red flags. Mm -hmm. What else can we do to prevent this from happening? Well... Or at least help... If it does happen, do something about it. There's a couple of things that I do that I find that are just helpful from an information perspective. And that, um, of course, you know how important it it is to vote and elect people in your local office and federal office that are going to make a change and believe in the regulations for things that are important to you and your families. Right. I voted early this week for our local officials, and I was able to get in early and vote for people that I believe have our best interests in mind when it comes to gun control and safety and reform and things like that. Always, always we can vote. We can also volunteer and find local organizations and national organizations that align with how we feel. I um, contribute and donate to an organization that's called Moms Demand Action. I'll link it in the show notes. And actually, Amanda Gorman, one of our favorite poets, um, she has an organization called Every Town. And both of these 
foundations are nonprofits that you can volunteer with to show up at rallies, to make our voices heard, and help drive policy in government that makes change. I know. This is stuff to help you prevent it from happening, but what if it does happen? What do you do if it does happen? Yeah. Because there are so many things we can do to try to prevent it from happening, but if there's that one in a billion chance of it happening, what do you do if it does? Well, tell me this. What's the new procedure at school you've been learning these last couple of years? Well, in our school specifically, it might be different for all schools. We have multiple drills. One is a fire drill, one is an earthquake, one is a tornado, and one is a lockdown drill. There's a soft lockdown and a hard lockdown. The soft lockdown is where there's an alarm that sounds that's unique for all the drills, and it sounds the teacher locks the door, and you continue working in your groups silently. Now, if there's another alarm, the hard lockdown alarm, you shut off the lights, you lock the door, you get against the wall that the door is on, and you all stay dead silent. Dead silent. Hmm. Funny choice of words. How often do you practice that? Well, in the beginning of the year, we practice it about four times in the first three weeks of school. And then we started doing it once a month. And how do the kids react when you have to do these drills? Do they just, do you know that they're coming or you just do them? Well, you just do them because you don't know you're, they're coming. Um, my principal will come on the intercom and say, hey, this is a hard lockdown drill. Please remain calm. And she would do the same thing, but say if it ever would to happen, um, she would probably do the same thing and say, this is a hard lockdown. This is not a drill. Please remain calm. And normally... When you're doing a fire drill, an earthquake drill, a tornado drill, everyone goes around screaming in their line, wailing their hands and covering their ears. And even though they all know it's a drill, but then when they do a hard lockdown drill, everyone's like, oh, do we have to? And then they walk to the line and just sit there babbling with their friends and they don't take it seriously at all, even though they should. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting perspective, and I really appreciate you sharing that. I don't, and I know, I think I know why. So we know that a fire drill is a fire drill because we run outside. We know that a tornado drill is a tornado drill because we get in a room with no windows. We know that an earthquake drill is an earthquake drill. But we don't know until today. I didn't know, at least And probably the rest of my class didn't know why we have a hard lockdown drill, except that there could be a a bear in our school. Mm. And no one takes that seriously. Yeah. Because bears are not a harm. That was going to be my next question. What do they tell you a hard lockdown is for? A hard lock. They tell you, hey, guys, we're doing a hard lockdown drill. Uh, Our vice principal is going to come around 
and bang on your doors acting like a bear because this is we're doing this for bear protection. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably best that that's how they put it. And it is very, very rare that it can happen, but it's happening. It happened yesterday. So, of course, of course, when something insane like this is happening and we have no words, the good people at a kid's book about had quickly rallied together to write a book on school shootings and they published it today uh, a free ebook that you can download off of their website or a free pdf if you're an educator if you are a parent if you are anyone that has children that may be asking questions i find it to be an incredibly helpful resource to just reassure our kids that all of this all of these emotions are okay to have. It's okay to ask questions. They are safe. We care. We love them. And we're doing our best. But it is not enough. And we need to do better. So call your local legislation, your state senators, your congresspeople, write letters, get into action, volunteer, donate, speak out, attend rallies, Make sure your kids know the drill. And so much more. I'm going to leave a few helpful resources in our show notes today. And if um, this is helpful to you or you have any insights to share that can help us too, we'd love to hear from you, of course. Thank you so much, Mom. Thank you. This was intending to be our last episode, but I'm not going to let us end like this. So we're going to do, we'll come back and close out season three in a way that we know how to do with laughs and giggles and analogies from Sila and maybe some songs, something a little bit lighter to close out a very special season for us. And we appreciate you being with us. So thank you for listening, friends. And feel all the feels. Feel all the feels. It's okay. And we'll talk to you next time. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. All right, before we head out, a quick shout out to the awesome friends that lent their voices to our vision at the top of each episode. She Sounds Like Me is produced by Creative Catalyst Media, LLC. And as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe to our tribe online at shesoundslikeme.com and find us on social at She Sounds Like Me so we can connect directly to you. Thank you so much for your support, friends. Till next time, take care of yourselves and each other. And have an awesome day. Yep, and have an awesome day.